Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Of the Lombardi line right here at South Point Casino in Las Vegas, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard. And Pritch, the NFL keeps leaking, leaking, leaking <laughs> info. And we now know that the uh, Cowboys and the Packers will be squaring off in week 10. Like, it's just so random. I know, right? right? Like, it's just leak one game. But here it is. It's the appetizers. They're sending out the appetizers right now. We're already seeing the Packers have opened as four point favorites in that game. Good luck handicapping that. If you, if you, like, to me, I would take the points today, but I don't know. Is Dak Prescott 100%? How's Dak playing? How's the offensive line? How's Aaron Rodgers and his new weapons? How's the, how's the rookie second-round pick faring out for Green Bay? Like, there's so many things that I could not make a determination now. And I know sharp betters, there be guys playing numbers right now. Maybe they gobble up that four. But to me, and this gets back to our win totals discussion that we're going to continue, this league is so predicated on quarterbacks especially you look at a game like that, Mm -hmm. that if you took Aaron Rodgers off the field, I'm like, how does that, what's that switch at seven points? We saw with Jordan Love in the one game he played in Kansas City, how big a difference that made a year ago. Well, these questions you're asking, uh, they're interesting because we just talked about Russell Wilson. So, for instance, Russell Wilson, what is he going to do in offseason right now? Right. He's walking out in his uniform. Like, if you know Russell Wilson, how he practices, he wears his game pants. I mean, he's almost in uniform. He goes. He goes, right? And so he's going to be doing that the entire offseason. What do we know about Aaron Rodgers? He's going to be drinking scotch somewhere in offseason, right? Yeah, and and not chug beers properly at at sporting events. He won MVP again without an offseason. Now, 
if, if we see or hear reports of Aaron Rodgers being engaged with the young wide receiver in the offseason and working with Christian Watson Man. and working with these new teammates because he doesn't have Devontae Adams anymore, okay, now that, that, now you've perked me up a little bit. Now my ears go up. My antennas go like up the a Aaron Rodgers way, does it? But, but it's, it'll be different because I think Aaron Rodgers needs to be different, especially the way that he ended the season last year in the playoffs. Oh, boy. He like did not you, play well. No, you can coast through the regular season and win 13 games. Well, what does that matter? But it doesn't matter anything. And so, uh, as a better, like these leaks, and we'll get the full schedule tomorrow, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really want to dive into how these players – certain players are approaching the regular season this year. You know, it's amazing because I look at the win total for the Packers. I see 11, right? Do you see the over, by the way? Mm -hmm. So you got to get 12 to get home. I, I played the Packers last year. It was one of the easiest bets I've ever right. won because I looked at the rest of the division. There is no way on God's green earth with my money that I could confidently make that same wager. The fact that it hasn't adjusted at all without Devontae Adams surprises me. And, and also, I think you have to look at the rest of the division. Chicago, I don't know if they've gotten better. Detroit's better. Minnesota, Steve Mackin, great, great numbers on Minnesota. They could be one of those surprise teams ready to take a leap in the correct direction if you're a backer of Skull, right? Right. So I don't know that I could blindly play Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers and sleepwalk to 12 wins. Right. I agree with you because Mackin in, uh, in his notes, seriously, I mean, this is mm. something, again, you want to make money, follow Steve Mackin in, in these notes, point spread weekly. Uh, 33 teams have lost eight-plus games in close-loss format, being – thinking about the Minnesota Vikings last year. A year ago. Their improvement the next season was a hefty 3.52 wins per season. Oh. And that is Minnesota. Uh, and so, to your point, I mean, I know Minnesota didn't really make waves in offseason. Okay, they're sticking with Kirk Cousins and all this. They got a new coach. But, I mean, this data from Steve Mackinac is incredible. It's really compelling. And I mean, their win total is at nine. Mm -hmm. So, And, by the way, juice to the under. At right. $1.20, so you get a little plus money if you want to back that over. Get nine, get your push. Ten, get your win. Might be something to think about there in Minnesota because I'm with you. Again, people always forget, too. Last year was the first year we have a 17-game season. Mm -hmm. That helps. Some, sometimes you want to play some of these overs. There so are the some NFC teams, will have the extra game at home this year. That's right. right. So that's going to be helpful for Minnesota as well. There are certain teams that I cannot play. Uh, that, like It's almost quarterback independent, right? Did I say that the rest of the team is good enough that I would trust them even if the quarterback went down. Again, and I don't like saying this publicly, the Eagles might be one of those teams this year, and I'm seeing eight and a half for the win total for the Eagles, fly, Eagles, fly. So, like, I like Jalen Hurts. I actually mm -hmm. one of those guys, I thought when he came out of Oklahoma slash Alabama, that he was a poor man's Dak Prescott, that if you, you could figure out a way to get him more accurate, which Dak has done in Dallas from his Mississippi State days, that Josh Allen has done, in his Buffalo Bills days, it's hard to do to increase accuracy. But I look at the Eagles and what they've done around Jalen Hurts, and I go, if Jalen went down for injury or other, you still have Gardner Minshew there as a backup. That feels like a nine-win team, almost quarterback independent. Mm -hmm. Are there other teams that you look that you say they're built properly that if the quarterback went down, your future bet if you took the over wouldn't be totally lost? I mean, obviously, there's – you know, the situation in Cleveland, which is unsettled. Um, they're all in with Deshaun Watson. But what if Deshaun Watson isn't available? available. <laughs> right. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson sticking with that that division, too. You know, the Jalen Hurts uh, situation, from an upside standpoint, is there, right? Um, and you, you, you hit on something that's very interesting to me about accuracy with quarterbacks. Mm. Like, quarterbacks work on accuracy all the time. 
even the best of them. Like Tom Brady works on his release every single year trying to speed it up. You know, I mean, the accuracy thing, I mean, we see Tom Brady throw bad passes every once in a while, but, you know, Jalen Hurts is, is his work ethic. Are we, are we able to get the information and the insight on Jalen Hurts as the individual trying to improve his game? Like one of the reasons why I backed Josh Allen for the last two years is I know his work ethic from college. Because I called and I covered the Mountain West. And, and the fact that the guy played at Wyoming and mm-hmm. he, didn't get a, he didn't get a scholarship from a Division I school and he, and he sought out schools and he touted himself. And then, okay, I saw him at the Senior Bowl, inaccurate, really bad, right? Really bad. And, and, but yet, you know, his work ethic is allowing him to get better. So you can improve accuracy. Absolutely. Brett Favre was the same way. I mean, it, it, you go on and on and on. Quarterbacks work on accuracy every single year. Mm. Now, is Jalen Hurts that type of player? I mean, I, I think he kind of is if you, if you figure in his track record. Okay, I'm going to leave Alabama, go to OU, and still become a Heisman Trophy candidate. Right. So the guy is really, really talented. But it's what does he have, does he have the drive within to make himself better and take, a, take advantage of this opportunity that he has with Philly? I think there, there's, there's no question about it that the Eagles are primed to draft a quarterback next year if they see fit. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts knows that. Right. Gardner Minshew, I think we know what he is. He's a backup. He's a solid backup. So this is a big year for Jalen Hurts, that they're giving him weapons now mm-hmm. when you make the Brown trade with Tennessee on draft day to say, okay, eight and a half wins. Right. We, we were a playoff team last year, and you didn't play that great. Right, right, right. Your accuracy was an issue. So now we're giving you weapons to even be better in that department. A healthy Miles Sanders. It looks like that should be a team right. that I would feel like should be able to get to nine wins. This is coming from a Cowboy fan. Sure, way. sure. I mean, I get that. I, I'd be careful about Gardner Minshew because, you know, as a backup, there's, there's no pressure on you. But as soon as you are the starter, now there's pressure on you. You're not the same quarterback. Mm. Uh, And so we look at Gardner Minshew as a backup quarterback. Yeah, he can come in and do good things. But when he's in that starter's seat, when he's in that first chair, is he able to handle that? And he hasn't been able to handle that. So I I get it. Uh, Yes, he's a capable backup. uh, But if the Eagles are going to go over their win total, it's going to be because of Jalen Hurts to me. He's got to play better. Yeah. He, he absolutely does. I want to get to another team that you look at maybe their quarterback room and you go, all they have is backups. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks. And right now, their projected win total is five and a hook. Five and a hook. Now, Pete Carroll says he doesn't see Seattle trading for a quarterback before the start of the 2022 season, i.e. Baker Mayfield, i.e. Jimmy G. If that is true, and this is what you have in Seattle, when you're looking at Geno Smith, Drew Locke, Ooh, that's the quarterback competition? <laughs> like your neck right now, right? Oh, my God. This just hurts saying it. So now I, I'm going, do I trust Seattle and the rest of the team? And we drafted a running back, by the way, and the running game was like looked like it was getting going at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And we go ahead and get a running back. Do you trust Seattle and the brain trust that is Schneider, Pete Carroll, to say, we know what we're doing here in the Pacific Northwest. You can go ahead and – confidently play that over five and a half no not at all I mean they're rebuilding uh for one uh you know rebuilding not only the roster but the culture uh Russell Wilson was that culture is gone the Legion of Boom that culture I think Pete Carroll's trying to bring that back by by you know having competition Wednesdays these guys are gonna have to fight for it Mm. each and every week which is fine but but how how do you create 
what you started with the Legion of Boom. I don't, I don't know if you can recreate that as a coach with different players. So it's just proper drafting, right? When, when they drafted the right guys to get the Camp Chancellors and, and the Shermans. At that time, right, that's a specific moment, though. It's like any dynasty or any run that a team has, like, it, how do you sustain it? Like, I mean, what Patriots have done with Bill Belichick, that's incredible. But I, I don't know from a betting standpoint if I can back that right now with the Seattle Seahawks. You know what's ironic? And we just showed 33 up there on the screen, Jamal Adams. Yeah. And, you know, he, he left a sinking ship in New York to go to a playoff team mm-hmm. in Seattle. And now it feels like he's the captain of the Titanic again in Seattle if this is really going down. What, you, what is Seattle? Are they a defensive minded team? Is Jamal Adams going to be playing up out of the, you know, in, in the box again this year? Is he still a liability in coverage? Is he worth all those picks you gave to go get him? Like, what is Seattle's identity and what are they trying to do? Right. That's why I can't back him from a betting, betting standpoint going over because not only that, offensively, I mean, good luck with Drew Locke. The guy's entitled. That's why he's not no longer in Denver. Wow. And how is he going to settle down with a new opportunity in Seattle? It's why when I look at Tennessee, right, for instance, I know what they're trying to do. They're going to run the ball, play defense. That's the way Mike, Mike Vrabel is going to coach mm-hmm. it. I have no idea what Seattle's right. identity is. Right. Zero. So I know people are going to look at the win total five and a half. Go, but good luck yeah. because I do not know what they're trying to do. And when they say they're out on quarterbacks, if this is what you have at quarterback, that's not good enough. No. Not even close. Not in this league. No, not at all. So, good luck in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, Fritz, let's get, uh, come on back and talk a little bit more NFL and also try to sneak our way back into uh, the NBA. So, come on back. It is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo. 
a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my <laughs> On the Lombardi line, Dave Ross, Mike Pitcher coming to you from South Point Casino here in fabulous Las Vegas. We talked about the NFL and how they've been kind of leaking some games here and mm-hmm. there, getting the public interest out there. By the way, NFL, there's always public interest. Like, you don't need to slow death us here in the schedule, right? We get it. Last year, the Christmas Day game, if memory serves, was Cleveland and Green Bay, a game the Brownies should have won. Their quarterback that day was Baker Mayfield. They didn't get it done. Green Bay ended up getting that win. The Rams are now going to play host in L.A. to the Broncos on Christmas Day. We talked a lot about the Broncos. I want to talk about the reigning, defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams. Because I look at their win total this year, mm-hmm. and I go, are they set for a recession, if you will, in Los Angeles? Now, they did get Allen Robinson. Uh, OBJ right now is a free agent. They lost Von Miller. Robert Woods could be the, the significant sneaky loss that they have because just a professional wide receiver that you can trust. And I sure I know that Matt Stafford and Jared Goff before him trusted him. When I look at the Rams, this feels like a team that could go get a f- big free agent name, right? Because that's the way Les Snead uh, and Sean McVay, they kind of do it these days. They don't do it through the draft. They didn't have first-round picks. They're not going to have them again next year. You look at guys like Clowney and certainly OBJ still out there. Gronk's available. I don't know if that would work. Jarvis Landry is out there. Julio Jones is out there. Is this the team that you think is going to get somebody else or what they have is what they have? Bobby Wagner is the big acquisition here. Or do you think they go for one of these bigger names? I, you know what? I, I think uh, continuity is your best friend right now if you're trying to go back-to-back. Uh, they got to replace Whitworth, the left tackle, too. Huge. Uh, so who's going to step up right there? I think from a skill position standpoint, even at quarterback, they're settled. This is a team that's settled. But but from a free agency standpoint, you know, Von Miller, his impact, it helped out Aaron Donald tremendously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can look at edge, whether it's a Melvin Ingram type player like that or if somebody gets banged up, Akeem Hicks, somebody like that. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, the Rams are all in. They're not so much of a, a draft uh, team and grow that way. No, no, they're process. all in. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, we're we're winning back to back, and if we're going to win back to back, we're going to have continuity on our side, and we're just going to get better. We're going to mm. play better than we did last year. So, uh, replacing left tackle, I, I think, is a big, big obstacle 
for the Rams. But, you know, I, I think they're going to be highly successful once again this year. Ten and a half is the win total. Uh, even money here, minus 110 either mm -hmm. way, uh, if you think they can get to 11. I look at the rest of the, the division, though, and again, I don't know. I normally like to fade the former champs because complacency can set in. Other things can sure. happen here. But I look at the rest of the division. It's gotten weaker. Obviously, with Russell Wilson exiting stage left in the Pacific Northwest, and the quarterbacks we just talked about in the last segment, I mean, that feels like two wins for the Rams. Arizona, what's going on in Arizona? <laughs> I, I, we got scrubbing on Instagrams. We got, I'm following you, I'm not following you. All this stuff with Suspensions. Kyler <laughs> Right. So I don't know that I can back Arizona here. Yeah. By the way, their win total is nine. Juice to the, un by the way, juice to the under, $1.35 I'm mm -hmm. here seeing here. People are fading Arizona. And then what's going on in San Francisco? So the reports are out again. I don't think this is a, a surprise. We're going to try to trade Jimmy G before we get to camp. Well, he can't throw until June or July as we sit here in May. So I look at the rest of the division, and almost by default, I, the, you're going to give me the plus money with the Rams? How am I supposed to invest in, in San Francisco or Arizona? And, again, don't get me started on Seattle. Well, it's all about upside and potential, too, though. I mean, Trey Lance out there in San Francisco, if he does kick Jimmy G out the door, which a lot of people are anticipating he does, uh, that team, the Debo Samuel thing, too, they got to solve that Iron issue. Iron that out. Iron that out. It's definitely a wrinkle. But, I, I mean, the 49ers roster is, is, is stellar. Mm. Uh, and so the coaching acumen too of Kyle Shanahan, that, that's that's above par. I mean, it's really good. And he does own boy genius. And he does, and he does. And so I, I, you see, even from an odd standpoint, uh, plus one fifty in the division for the defending Super Bowl champion to plus two hundred for a team that seemingly doesn't have a quarterback. It, it speaks volumes to me about the roster, though. And it does, you're right. Great point about Kyle Shanahan, right? And again, he he does own Sean McVay to a degree, right? And, it, you know, if, if Tart catches a punt as an INT against Matty Stafford, maybe San Francisco's in the Super Bowl right. last year. I mean, that's, that's how close they were to beating the Rams on the way to the Rams winning the Super Bowl. People might forget that here. But it, it is alarming to me that you're going to back – you being the general public are going to back San Francisco because the roster is good and the brain trust is good, and we really don't know what Trey Lance is going to do. And we do know this. He's going to be the quarterback week one. Because if Jimmy G is back on the roster, and you know this better than most, the locker room is going to be split. Right. The veteran is going to go, man, we should have been in the Super Bowl last year. We've already gone to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. He can't be on the roster. I mean, the thing, the thing about the Shanahan family, though, is they, they have so much confidence in their abilities, though. I mean, think about John Elway leaving and then Mike Shanahan having Jake Plummer, and they go to the AFC Conference Championship game with Jake Plummer. Well, I remember right. the, the rotating running backs for, for my team. running backs, I'll too. I'll get you 1000 Just because my system, right. the zone sweep. Right. Like, we're so good at what we do. Exactly. It doesn't matter who the running back. That was the old Mike Shanahan. They one. got to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, who was a second-team quarterback. He did okay with that's New England, right? That's Bill Belichick. But yet, they got to a Super Bowl, could have got to another Super Bowl. And so, the confidence runs strong in that family. Um, and, you know, taking Steve Young to a, another level when Mike Shanahan was offense coordinator out there with San Francisco back in the day. Yeah. So Trey Lance has a great opportunity to be great with the 49ers, and that's why, from a betting standpoint, I wouldn't discount that. Plus 200, mm -hmm. you know, you look at the Rams at plus 150, but plus 200 right there for the 49ers. Is there does, – does Baker Mayfield and or Jimmy G – 
change a perception for you on a win total for a prospective team? Because as we sit here today, mm. and we're hearing the reports of Baker, according to Ian Rappaport, uh, is unlikely to be traded this month. That it, would, it probably is going to happen in June right? if it happens. It, and again, it, he can't be on the roster in Cleveland. There's just that, that, that bridge is just destroyed, I think, between those two sides. That Baker Mayfield walked through that door with Deshaun Watson there. When the, when the brass says, we needed an adult to play quarterback. Mm. <laughs> That's not good. Right? Yeah. Like, like, so to me, those fences can't be mended. Right. So is, is there a home? Because it feels like Seattle, but Pete Carroll just told us, no, nah, we're good with Geno and Drew Locke. Like, is there a spot for Baker and or Jimmy G that would change your perception of a current roster? I don't think so. Uh, you know, Baker has a Baker problem, Dave. And, and the problem with Baker Mayfield is that he thinks he's still great when the league around him has gotten better. And they still feels like the number one pick in the draft. They surpassed Baker Mayfield. Absolutely. Um, Baker, uh, and, and it's sad to witness this right in front of our eyes, that this kid, this player, this young quarterback who has a lot of talent, just can't get beyond the fact that he has a lot of talent. Mm. The league, the league doesn't wait for you. Um, there's other talented players that are looking to take your job too, uh, and in fact, uh, teams will look for players to take your job, and that's exactly what happened out in Cleveland. So, until Baker can kind of come to grips with, he's got to earn this respect back in the National Football League. I don't know where he's going to play. Mm. It's just crazy to think this is the number one pick. Didn't even get through a contract cycle in Cleveland. But and how now, many other number one picks have that happened to, though? A right. ton of them, right? It's I mean, just washed out. It washed out. First round, first round picks, uh, high draft picks. Uh, again, it, it's, it's a Baker issue. Ryan there's, there, there's no leadership there. There's, there's no substance with him right now. Uh, and therefore, that's why he's not a quarterback in the National Football League for any football team. It's astounding. There was a social media video that made the rounds, and it wasn't because somebody leaked it. It's because the Dolphins tweeted it out of Tua Tungavailoa in a video. Check it out, kids, if you want, where he finds the cheetah. Man, we're going to get our fan base pumped up. Their win total, by the way, for Miami is nine, just to the under slightly at $1.20. First of all, did you see the video? Did no, it I got to see it. Did it inspire? It looked like a, a duck from Tua. Okay. Underthrown ball that the cheetah catches. By the way, Tua's wearing a bucket hat. The fact that you would put this out there for your social media team to say, look at this combination. Take that, Patrick Mahomes. It's awful. And it makes you go, how can I back the Dolphins if this is the arm strength of my lefty quarterback out of, out of Tuscaloosa? Like, are we getting the 10 wins in Miami? Because, boy, you want to talk about quarterbacks. When we talk about Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia, Tua Tungavailoa, everybody's looking at you. And when they look at this video, nobody is going, yep, that inspires me. Well, I, I think they're challenged offensively with Tua at quarterback, to be honest with you, in Miami. I mean, I, I get it. Tyreek Hill is an exciting player, and he's a game-breaker. Uh, but I, I just he, – he's, he's short in stature. I mean, the, the thing – the element that we saw – with Tariq Hill and Patrick Mahomes, he escaped the pocket a lot of times, mm -hmm. and he threw the ball deep and found Tariq Hill, or even in a pocket, throwing the ball short to Tyreek Hill and let him run with it, rack, right, run after the catch. And so, um, or yards after the catch, yeah. you want to do that one. Um, but with Tua, he's a shorter-statured quarterback, and he's throwing to a shorter-statured wide receiver. <laughs> Tell me a throwing lane, or show me a throwing lane in the middle <laughs> of the line of scrimmage for Tua to hit Tariq Hill in crossing oh, routes. I, I don't think that exists. Now, he can throw everything to the perimeter, but defenses kind of know that. 
can he can he throw the ball past 15 yards accurately? I think there's I think they're challenged that way. I like their roster. I want to like their quarterback. Social media, you got to do better. Wasn't very inspiring. When we come back, Lou Finnecaro is going to join the program. Talk all things. Got a big fight night guy coming up this weekend. It is Vston, the sports betting network. Spring special is here. For only $59, you get everything Vston has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the biz right here at Vston.com. And subscribers are going to have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel is going to have best bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil is going to break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup Finals. And we got lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued best bets, premium articles in golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $59 to be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Back alongside Mike Pritchard, I'm Dave Ross. This is the Lombardi Line right here on VEASAN. Always love having Gambling Lou. Follow him on Twitter at Gamblu. Lou Finicaro to join the program and, Lou, before we get to what I think is a sneaky good card this weekend in the UFC, I do want to get your thoughts on the NHL because I know you are knee-deep right now in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Has anything surprised you from a betting perspective? I'm stunned with all the consistent overs that I've seen in hockey. I was waiting for the dump and chase and defense to start taking over. No, no, no. Every night it feels like offenses are exploding in the NHL playoffs. Dave, first, uh, I want to thank you and Mike for having me on. I'm kind of, I'm working with a little bit of a detriment today. I got a splinter in my little teeny oh. finger. And my whole right side won't work. So. I, know, I know how it feels. I'm please right excuse, there with you, Lou. Please excuse me Wait if I'm hampered on the air here. <laughs> thank you for doing that, Lou. This guy's been complaining every break neck. about his I neck. I neck, Lou. I'm just ga- I'm fighting it out like Willis Reed over here. Yeah, he sounds a, like a baseball it's, player it's a over here. It's a big splitter, though. It's a real big splitter. Uh, I, but, I, but seriously, I do appreciate coming on and visiting with you guys. The hockey playoffs have been great. I think I derive a couple of things. Number one, uh, veteran leadership on teams can't be underestimated. And, yeah, we're seeing a lot of the regular season carry into the postseason, as, at least as far as the totals are concerned. In fact... What do we have? This is compliments of our own Dave Tooley. Uh, The overs, 15-4-1 the last five uh, days. So we're really seeing uh, an onslaught of overs, but I believe there's going to be regression. I don't know if it's as fast as tonight, uh, but uh, I love the totals. I love the unders. I'm going to be patient and ride this out but i think that we're gonna see some tight games and it could be tonight because we're into game fives game sixes where things get a little bit more pressurized and it's a there's a lot more on the line for these teams lou i'm trying to get a read on the dallas calgary series i I can't find a read on that one yet uh leaning on you here to see if you got a lean uh on who can win this series here tie two two Well, I have Calgary futures from some months ago, Mike, so there is interest in Calgary winning this thing. That said, 
this is these are two competitive teams that play the same kind of brand of hockey. Dallas has been able to clamp down on D. Ottinger. Goal has been stupendous. And, it, you know, if I were, I, I think the stars are live tonight as a road team. I tend to lean to the road teams. There's value there. The other way to look at the stars might be for the, to win the series at plus two to one. Because if you win tonight, you go home for a game seven. And many pundits all thought this was a seven-game series anyway. You know, Lou, on the East Coast here, Pittsburgh and the Blue Shirts uh, with the Rangers, I think a lot of people looked at that series and thought, all right, well, New York's going to be – they're going to be able to win this thing. It hasn't gone that way so far. Are they dead man walking tonight against Pittsburgh? Do you think there's still some fight left in the Blue Shirts? Well, what we're finding is that an experienced team such as Pittsburgh has – with guys like Malkin and Crosby and and this Jake Get, uh, Gensel, mm -hmm. uh, they they are meaning more to a rookie or an upstart goaltender at Pittsburgh, Louie, than the dynamic goaltender in New York is with a team that has no experience playing around him in the playoffs. The experience is overwhelming the Rangers, and this is the year they cut their teeth so next year they can compete at a higher level, in my opinion. All right, so let's see if the uh, Pens can get that done today in the city that never sleeps. Lou, we do want to talk about what, again, I, I really do. I look at these cards, and you come off the heels of UFC 274, and you go, well, it's going to be naturally a down week. Not so much when you have the former champion in the light heavyweight division, Jan Blachowicz, back in there against Alexander Rakic in the main event here on Saturday night. And Rakic right now a solid favorite, almost a $2 betting favorite. And this line has been inflated as the week has gone on. Uh, Lou, is this a, a lack of respect for Blahovich after losing the crown to Glover Deshera? Maybe. I think it's also uh, the market being unsure of what Blahovich we're going to get. I mean, the guy that, that before uh, he stepped in with Teixeira was really uh, apexing, and, and 37, 38 years old didn't seem to bother us too much. However, against Glover, he laid an egg and had a bad performance. Part of that has to be heaped on Glover for, for doing it to him. Mm -hmm. uh, but in this situation, uh, Jan's 39, his opponent's 30, the opponent's a little longer, taller, bigger, younger, faster. And so there's reason to be suspicious of Jan. I believe his success will hinge around whether he can get Rakic to the floor and gain top position. I'm not so sure he can do it. You know, it's interesting, too, because I look at the uh, the round total here. Three and a half is what we're seeing for a potential five-round matchup here in the main event. That, that's, that utilizes Blahovich's wrestling, and, and it's something that Mike and I were talking about earlier. When you go back to Blahovich against Israel Adesanya, he used that to a T to wear out Izzy. That feels like, Lou, the way to another quote-unquote upset victory for Blahovich is to utilize that wrestling, right? Because if he gets in a striking matchup with Rakic, that's probably not going to be beneficial to, to Blahovich, correct? No, well, maybe not long term. But the other thing is, is Rakic is substantially longer, bigger, taller, and 35 pounds come fight night heavier than Adesanya. So wrestling him up after a few minutes is going to tax Jan way more than it did Adesanya. But I agree with you. Blachowicz has to find inside Rakic's range 
grapple with him, press him against the fence, make this look ugly and try and take some steam out of him. And you were talking about the over three and a half. That's kind of how I see this fight going into the later championship rounds. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down there. Uh, let's stay in that same division, gentlemen. Let's look at Ryan, Ryan Spann here against Ian Kutalaba here. And, and Superman Spann right now, uh, almost a $2 dog in this one to Kutalaba, minus 230. Is there... A price point on the dog that you say maybe I'd take a nibble with uh, with Superman fan? Yeah, I, I mean you, you, that's that's a great question because it, it, I'm I'm stuck on styles here. Yeah, Span has all the physical advantages. He's taller. He's huge for the division. He's got a reach advantage. Uh, that said, it's Kutalaba with the experience, but Kutalaba is also off balance, meaning he's a maniac in there. <laughs> if somebody could harness Kutalaba, he's like the stallion that can't get bit it. If you could bit the stallion, you'd have a great horse. If you could lasso Kutalaba into being trying to play a matriculated planned fight. The guy has all the tools. He's got wrestling, he's got judo, he's got striking. And Spahn is a guy that doesn't like it when it's too dirty and Kutalaba has to have it dirty. I, I think Kutalaba is probably a worthy favorite. You know, Lou, is an angle in this fight as well. I mean, looking at both of these guys in a track record a little bit, I mean, possible quick fight. Uh, you just mentioned Kutalaba being a maniac. <laughs> Uh, you know, from from a knockout standpoint or a submission standpoint, maybe this is that's the angle to attack here in terms of uh, finding uh, what not not necessarily a side, but uh, but maybe this one not going the distance uh, for this fight. Actually, Mike, I think that's a great observation. I tend to agree with you there because Spawn does have power and he can mm. he, he doesn't have great decision making abilities. See his fight with Johnny Walker. That said, he's got power and he's willing. And I and and uh Ankalaev dusted Kutalaba twice. There's no reason Spawn couldn't. I I would tend to agree with you there. Got about a minute to go here with Lou Finacaro. Follow him on Twitter at Gamblu. Check out the pod, the Bout Business Podcast. It's sensational. You've got the human over in Caitlin Chikagan on this card against Amanda Rebos here at 125 pounds. Two and a half, it's juiced as you can understand why. It, it, can you play anything but overs in uh, Chikagan fights? Because that's the way she fights. She's dominant, but she normally goes to a decision. Uh, she does, but it, it's because she's fighting world-class women, and Rebos has been iced before. Uh, is this too soon, too quick for Rebos? Perhaps so. I wouldn't, I, I mean, yeah, Chikagian decisions all her ladies, but she's long, tall, strong, structured, and she could easily finish Rebos. You know, Lou Finicaro doing that segment with a splint on his finger, me right. doing it with my neck today. Man. We just got it out. We're just professionals here. That's what we yeah. do, Fridge. You guys are tough guys. <laughs> Lou, appreciate it as always. See you on Friday. Thanks, for guys. First Good luck. Strike. We are back in a minute here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things. 
a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to Five Hundred Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos, and I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's "Dreams" to the Ronettes' "Be My Baby," and modern day classics like The Killers' "Mr. Brightside." Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to score the first bucket? We'll take a fearless shot in the NBA playoffs with BetMGM. Just place a single first basket score prop bet on any NBA playoff game or create a parlay of multiple first basket scores from different games. If your wager loses, you're still going to receive your original stake back and free bets up to $25 with first basket short score insurance from BetMGM. Now you can throw down that bold bet with confidence. So don't miss all the exciting NBA postseason action with a king of sportsbooks featuring one game parlays, live betting options, and daily boosted odds specials on some of the biggest showdowns in basketball. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-witchable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada or New York. Dave Ross alongside Mike Pritchard. This is the Lombardi Line right here on Visa. No cheering in the press box. But I did just cheer in the Bronx. And as a Met fan, I feel 
dirty for taking the Yankees' first five, but a big three-run home run has flipped this game around right now. It's 3-1 Yanks right now in the bottom. We're going to go to the top of the fifth year, so they get three outs. That first five is going to cash. By the way, the Reds, hmm? all over the Brew Crew, 7 nothing right. early in Cincinnati. Brew Crew struggling against the Reds. Whoa. I mean, yeah, Whoa. what's going on in baseball right now? So that is an interesting one there. The live number, astronomical, if you want to back the Reds to hold on. But with Cincinnati... You never quite know. I wonder what we know in the NFL when we look ahead to some of the odds for MVP. And there's a lot of different factors, I believe, before you wager on it. Now, right now, we've got a two-time reigning defending champion in Aaron Rodgers. Right now, Aaron Rodgers is 10-1 to to win that award. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting about backing him for a third year in a row is the roster around him, at least offensively. And we talked about it, and I thought you made a very salient point. If he's out there grinding with his rookie second-round receiver, okay. And then he does it with a rookie receiver. People go, it's Rodgers. It's his league still, right? Yeah, I'm going to back him at 10-1. to 1. Same could be almost said now for Patrick Mahomes. Now that the cheat is gone, he's 9-1. to 1. So now we're going to get new receivers there and down to 7-1 to 1 here. I'm seeing 9-1 to in some other spots, but here 7-1 to 1 at BetMGM. Out of those favorites – and there's Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. We've talked about his accuracy. Tom Brady, we don't know where his head's at. One foot out the door, possibly. There's Joe Burrow, Captain Swag. There's the, the what'd you call him? The, the uh, walking culture. Walking culture. <laughs> and Russell Wilson. Do you play a short favorite here at either seven, nine to one? Or do you look a little bit further down the board where there's a former guy that jumps out to me who's working on his own contract, Lamar Jackson, 25 to one. Yeah. Right? Who's already won an MVP. Or a guy like Dak Prescott at 16 to 1. Any interest in the longer shots, or do you look at the shorter shots and say, it's probably going to be one of those guys? Dave, I have a lot of interest in the longer shots. Um, at the top of the board here, Patrick Mahomes, their offense is changing, they're evolving. I mm. mean, you think about Tyreek Hill no longer there. Where is the explosiveness going to be uh, with that offense? I mean, they want to be more ball controlled, more West Coast. Uh, and get away from the air raid elements that they implemented with Tariq Hill there. Mm. Uh, so that benefited Patrick Mahomes, but yet they still only have one Super Bowl when they had other chances for other Super Bowls too. So, uh, you know, Joe Burrow is interesting because last year they did something that's never been done in the National Football League before, uh, all under 25 years of age. With Joe Burrow over 4,000 yards, a running back over 1,000 yards, two receivers over 1,000 yards mm. too. Uh, and so that core is intact. I, I think they're going to be better offensively on the offensive line. Uh, and it's Joe Burrow. Uh, so at plus 1,200, that's a, that's a decent look right there from an MVP standpoint. But Russell Wilson, uh, I like what you said about Lamar Jackson, too. He said 25 to 1. Yeah. Because you think about Harbaugh and you think about the, the Ravens, they're a good team. They had a lot of injuries, a number of injuries going into the year uh, and still had a chance until Lamar Jackson got injured, right? So when Lamar Jackson, now the thing about Lamar Jackson I got to keep an eye on is his contract, though. Uh, and there's, are there waves there? If not, if this guy is settled down and he evolves into that pocket passer, uh, that's a pretty nice look right there at 25 to 1 for Lamar Jackson. Uh, very quickly, going to get back to this conversation. We do have some breaking news, though, that following multiple uh, positive COVID 19 tests with the Guardians organization, today's game has been postponed uh, to allow continued testing and contact tracing. MLB will provide a rescheduling update when it becomes available. So this is the first one of these COVID situations this year that has affected the White Sox and India, excuse me, Guardians game today. So that has been postponed. Hate to see it. 
obviously you understand the world we live in now. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought maybe we were out of the woods with some of these, these type of situations. We're not. And that game again for the White Sox and the Guardians has been uh, has been postponed. Will be rescheduled. Right. But the game is off today. Yeah, I mean we haven't really read up on or heard about an outbreak. No. Uh, whereas this seems like it's an outbreak. Um, so like you hear of the one-offs, the coach or player here or player there, but in terms of multiple players. Uh, that's considered an outbreak, and and I think okay, you're going to err on the side of caution here. As as if it's not hard enough to handicap right. situations like this. Look, we saw it last year with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. and and kind of what he went through, if you will, and it almost affected. It could have affected his MVP race that we're talking about now, mm-hmm. right? So God forbid, we're hoping the NFL, their testing system is different than Major League Baseball and certainly the NBA. I, I hope everything goes on that. That's not something we have to factor into the handicapping here. But it might just be when you get down the road here to some of these quarterbacks and whether or not you want to wager on somebody that could be affected by COVID, as we've just seen now with the Guardians and the Chicago White Sox. By the way, the first non-quarterback on the board Mm -hmm. to potentially win MVP, it's a two-headed race, and it's Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor, both around 50-1, to I'm seeing. But what I like about our conversation with Lamar Jackson is at 25-1, to he yeah, he's a quarterback, but he's also a running back. Right. So you really do get, I think, the added value of a guy like Lamar that if he does increase his accuracy, Mm -hmm. if he does do things with his arms, you know, the legs are going to be there. Yeah. Here's why I like Lamar Jackson so much, because uh, he's a fascinating player, Dave. Uh, This is a player that when he throws the ball, he's throwing the ball to a lesser athlete than he is. When he hands the ball off, he's handing the ball off to a lesser athlete than he is. I mean, think about that for a minute. Let that sink in. That's that's the impact of Lamar Jackson. But he does need to evolve. He does need to evolve into that pocket passer. I mean, we're seeing the injuries kind of uh, stack up against him a little bit. Uh, so uh, does he need other weapons? I, I think so. He lost Brown. Uh, we'll see. But, I mean, I, I believe in Harbaugh, the culture that they have out there. That's a culture division. Uh, and I believe what the Ravens are doing. So the evolution of, of Lamar Jackson, if we see that, I mean, it could be off the charts with this player. I'm with you. I, I think it's 25 to 1. It's not a flyer. I think it's an educated, educated risk at a good number that you might be getting Lamar Jackson at. Okay, for the purpose of the next conversation, I'm taking the quarterbacks off the board. Okay. Mike Pritchard cannot select a quarterback. <laughs> so I'll give you those num- names and numbers again at around 50 to 1 that I'm seeing market-wide. That would be Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, or you throw in a couple other guys for you. Two wide receivers. Debo Samuel, 50 to 1. Mm-hmm. Don't even know where he's going to be playing. Or Cooper Cup Man. at 50 to 1. Cooper Cup mm-hmm. feels like the guy that we bypass in the MVP race. If you didn't win MVP at wide receiver, and I'm sure you take homage a little bit with Cooper Cup being oh, left course. out of that discussion. <laughs> I mean, what else do you have to do to win the award at 50 to 1 after the year, the historic nature of the year that Cooper Cup had? And helping leading the Rams, by the way, to why you play the game. To win the Super Bowl. Triple crown winner. He almost had 2,000 yards receiving, right? And they gave it to Rodgers. Uh, and they gave it to Rodgers. I mean, the touchdowns are off the charts, too. I don't know what you have to do. Same thing with running back. Uh, it's been a quarterback award. They might as well call it a quarterback award, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Cooper Cup. I mean, it's so rare what he did last year as a triple crown winner. Uh, and you think about the company that he's keeping with Stephen Smith, uh, Jerry Rice, uh, in terms of the triple crown winner. And um, I, I don't know if he can have a, a similar year coming up than he did this past season 
And that's what gets difficult about Cooper Cup again. Well, let me just point black at if you take Cooper Cup off the Rams last year, mm-hmm. do they win the Super Bowl? Robert Will Woods still gets hurt. Let's say let's say you have Woods, you don't have Cup. Cup oh. for whatever reason isn't there. No, they don't they don't win the Super Bowl. Okay. Because no. they had Aaron right. Rodgers, by the way, in the postseason against the right, Niners. Right. They couldn't win that game at home. Yeah. So when we're looking at most valuable player, mm-hmm. To me, that would signify Cooper Cup should have won the award last year. And that's why, again, people, we go through this exercise because you go, wow, 50 to 1, Cooper Cup, we'll get the number. And he didn't win it. Right. And that's why it gets harder to actually lay your dollar on somebody like Cup when the league is biased against anybody that's not a quarterback. Was that Cooper Cup winning the Super Bowl MVP? Or was that uh, Stafford? Or was that Aaron Donald? I mean, come on. But, but did they change the award? <laughs> did I mean, they we... stop the elevator and change the, the, the voting process right there for Super Bowl MVP? Because you, you could have made a case for all, all three of those players, right, for the Rams. But the thing about what you mentioned, Cooper Cup, is all about the narrative. Like, who can generate a narrative? Like, what hurt Aaron, Aaron Rodgers was the fact that he hurt himself with the COVID and the testing sure. and all that, but yet uh, he captured the narrative again down the stretch. So the narrative, uh, to me, is more important than anything else in terms of stats uh, for the MVP in the National Football League. And again, we understand it's not a postseason award. It's a regular season award, and Rodgers was spectacular in the regular season. But don't tell me Cooper Cup wasn't the most valuable player right. to his team a year ago. Pritz, always enjoy the conversation. Enjoyed it as well, dude. On a Wednesday, uh, Lou Finnecare, I want to thank him and Steve Mackinan. Thanks for watching the Lombardi on MVC and the Sports Betting Network. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free 